Hey, hey everybody, how's it going? My name is David Robertson and welcome to podcast number two of Origins of Success. I'm glad, (coughs) excuse me, I'm glad that you're here on podcast number two. This is one of the the most important, I I guess all the podcasts in my mind are going to be important, otherwise I wouldn't be wasting my time doing them, right? So share this podcast with people. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be available, excuse me, <coughs> on a bunch of different platforms. And so share this podcast with people if you think they're going to get value out of it. And of course they will, because everybody struggles with this kind of stuff. It's not just you. It's not just me. You know, this is stuff I'm sharing the origins of success that I had to go through and continually go through in order to, uh, not be a hindrance in order to add value to society. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We talked on podcast one as a quick recap about the, the origin of success, the equation of success or value and what it takes to get there. And some of the obstacles along the way that you're going to have to overcome in order to be able to add value to your life and to society as a whole. And these are not unique to any one person. It doesn't matter if it's um, you know, Joe Rogan or David Goggins or Bill Gates or Elon Musk or the janitor working at the school down the street. They all have to go through this same stuff. So you you might say, well, only the super successful have to go through this stuff. No, 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 no. Or you might say, well, only the the person with the blue-collar job has to go through this stuff. No, 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 no. You don't understand that everybody goes through struggles. Everybody. Money does not not, uh, eliminate you from struggles that you got to go through. Matter of fact, in order to add more value to people and have more peace in your life with the value that you bring to other people, you're going to have to probably go through more self-discovery, which equals more struggles because it's hard to go through self-discovery, right? Then, then people that just ignore it and put their head in the sand and never have peace and die being a hindrance to everybody around them. And so this stuff is not easy to hear, but it's why I'm doing this podcast. Maybe you don't have anybody telling you this stuff. And so maybe this first time you're hearing anybody tell you, look, you know, I went over on the first podcast. If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. You can both be 10 intrinsically valuable on a scale of one to 10. You can be a 10. I believe everybody, even if they're hurting people around them, they have the value of human life. They're a 10. This is on podcast one. But at the same time, it's not an extreme in one direction or the other. You're either invaluable or you're valuable. You are valuable. You're a 10 and you're also a negative 10. You're a zero because you suck life out of everybody. So you can both, you can be both valuable and a hindrance all at the same time. Valuable because you have human life and valuable because you, you, you suck to be around. You're hurting people. People can't wait to get away from you, right? And so let's talk about this. I told you in the last podcast we're going to go over buckets. 
and and the holes in the buckets, right? You got to metaphorically fill your bucket in order to have success. Let's say, you know, you, you walk into a room and everybody's thirsty. Who's carrying the water? Who's who's bringing life to the room? Are you, are you sucking life from the room? Are you going around with your bucket saying, hey, I need you guys to fill my bucket? Or are you bringing life to everybody in the room? Are you a joy to be around? Only you can answer that. I, I don't know. But I can tell you that I have been a hindrance uh, a lot of times. And so it's why I'm passionate about being able to you know, share this kind of information with you guys because I had to go through this stuff and sometimes I still fall into being a hindrance. But I'm going to show you how to fill the holes in your bucket. I'm going to first tell you, one, what they are. And I'm going to show you how to patch the holes so that you can fill this bucket. And then on podcast number three, we're going to go over what a proper attitude looks like. And so that may seem, uh, you know, Dave, that's that seems really um, kindergartenish. You know, have a good attitude, you know, kind of thing. Look, if you don't have a good attitude, you're sucking life out of people. People don't want to hear your garbage. People don't want to hear you throw up how bad the world is. We're going to talk about that in podcast three. We're not going to talk about it now. Okay. All you need to understand is attitude is a is a, is a whole. Okay, so holes are number one. My write this down: attitude, health. Now let me stop right there for a second. A little caveat: health sometimes is out of your control. You're not a bad person if you have bad health. That's not what I'm saying. Read my lips or whatever. Read my voice. You're not a bad person if you have bad health. But we have to realistically look at this. If your health is bad and people are taking care of you, you can't add value to the world. So you have a responsibility to the world to take care of your health before it gets bad. Okay? And so health is a hole. Sometimes it's a rust hole that's beyond your ability to control. Sometimes the healthiest people get cancer and die and, and they spend five years with people taking care of them. And there's nothing, it, you're not a bad person for that. Sometimes that bad things happen to good people. It's beyond our control. So do not beat yourself up about bad health if it's beyond your control. But if you're healthy or it's within correction, fix the shit. Because you are going to be a hindrance on people if you don't. And so fix your damn health. Maybe you don't have anybody telling you that. You need that. I need that. Okay? So attitude, health, behavior. If you walk into a room and you start knocking over people's drinks, acting like an idiot, grabbing women on the, by the ass... I mean, come on. This is this is not normal behavior. Okay? So your behavior, not only that, but your habits, the things that you do every day, will either suck the life out of people or 
they'll add value to the to the room. So it's a whole. You got to be conscious of your behavior, right? What are your habits? What do you do? Language, timing of language. What are you saying? What are you putting out to the world? What are you telling people? Are you lifting people up? Are you constantly looking for, to, you know, to espouse your reasons why somebody else is wrong? And this may be subtle. It may be something where you're like, you know what? You're in a conversation and somebody is like, um, you know what? I really love sushi. Maybe you fucking throw up every time you, <laughs> you know, every time you uh, smell sushi. You hate sushi. And they're like, man, I love sushi. I had this sushi the other day. It was great. Okay, they're jacked up, excited about sushi. And then you come in the room. You know, like, man, sushi's awful. I hate sushi. Can't stand it. Okay. Keep your mouth shut. Right? I had to learn this because, you know, something I teach to my kids. Don't rain on somebody else's excitement. Don't be a wet blanket on somebody else's enthusiasm. Maybe even add to it and say, you know what, my cousin... Maybe you hate it, but you say, hey, my cousin loves sushi. They go out for sushi all the time. I ought to connect you guys. Maybe go out and grab some sushi, right? They know the best sushi places. That person's excited. Now, in that person's eyes, what, what, how, do you, how do you seem to that person? Oh, this person's excited for my excitement. They like you. Well, if you say, oh, your sushi sucks, you might as well slap them in the face, right? You're, you're telling them they're wrong. You're telling them you're right. And you're doing all that with two words. Sushi sucks. <laughs> right? Right? Okay, so like your language matters. What you say. Don't constantly be being a wet blanket on everybody else's excitement. If they're excited about something, be excited about it. Now, I don't mean be unrealistic. Somebody asks for your opinion. It was a hard one for me. Somebody asks for your opinion. Give it to them. Be honest. You know, personally, I feel this way, but, you know, you asked. But don't just espouse it like you're a freaking oracle, right? Like, this is the right way to think. If anybody else doesn't think this way, then, you know, hell with you. That's not, that's not bringing life to the room. You're not bringing any value, right? Okay, so language. Language matters. What you tell yourself matters. Well, that's a big one. The most important thing that you say is the things you say to yourself. Because the things that you say to yourself will, will drive your behavior, right? You're telling yourself, look, I can't do this. The old thing that is so played out. And everybody posts it on social media. I get so sick of it. But it's true. Um, you know, you're, you're, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. It's true. It's true. Your language, you say, I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm scared of this, I'm scared of that. You can impose fear, you can impose uh, 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 doubt in yourself and in other people with your language. Language is very dangerous or very powerful, depending on how you use it. It can be a hole, or it can be a steel plate at the bottom of your bucket keeping everything else together. 
Your language is powerful. People never forget how you make them feel, and you can make them feel great with your language. Compliment people sincerely, not fake BS compliments, but real compliments. Maybe they never got one. Maybe they don't go home and kill themselves because you somebody told them they were doing something good. And you you prop that up. And you said, hey, you pointed that out to them. Maybe they can't even see it. Maybe nobody's told them how great they are at something. They're battling with depression. You don't know what people are going through. And so your language really matters. I'm telling you, the language you say to yourself and the language you say to others. That's So that's whole number four. So we're on attitude as a whole, health as a whole, behavior as a whole, language as a whole, information intake as a whole. My favorite book, the Bible, and I don't care. Well, I do care. I want your soul to be saved. I don't want you to go to hell. But look, that's not the point right now. The point is there, the Bible says whether you believe or you don't, this is in, just listen, information intake. So out of the out of the mouth flows what is stored up in the heart. So whatever information you're taking in, it's going to come out of your mouth. This is all tied together in language, information intake. But garbage in, here's the saying, here's the old saying, maybe you heard it, maybe you haven't. Garbage in, garbage out. Good stuff in, good stuff out. So if you're putting in good information that's you know, hey, this is good information. I need this information. Whatever it is. That's why people go to school to learn how to be a barber, how to be a mechanic, how to be a whatever, a psychologist, whatever. And so when, you, when you're constantly, maybe you want to be a health coach, when you're constantly reading, if you want to be a health coach and you're reading, you know, fitness magazine, you're listening to fitness podcasts, you're, you're doing all this kind of stuff, that, and, and you're you're listening to other people who uh, are, uh, uh, you know, doing uh, fitness on a big level. Maybe they're bodybuilders. Maybe they're jujitsu guys. Maybe whatever. Maybe they're ultra marathon runners that run 130 miles in one time. These guys are crazy. Um, <clears throat> these are the these are. Uh, this is so crucial. Information intake. Because if you're taking in stuff like news, I can tell you one of the most important things that I ever did as far as information intake goes is shut off the news. Shut it off. They get paid to keep you in fear. Why, why do they get paid more to keep you in fear? Because your, your watch time goes up. Like, right, oh my gosh, I got to turn it on. I got to see what's happening now. I got to see if this has changed. I got to see if this has gotten better. I got to see if this has gotten worse. I'm in fear. And you're in fear of what's going to happen next. And that's the point. To keep you in fear. So that you keep watching. Shut it off. Shut it off. My favorite book, the Bible. You hear me? You're going to hear me say this a lot. I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not ashamed of being a Christian. I am. 
And I, I get a lot of my personal development from Proverbs. Solomon is one of the smartest men on earth, and it was given to him by God. Okay, and listen. The, the, the Bible says, fear not more than anything else in the Bible. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. And who is driving fear? The media, period. They're driving it because it's their job. Ratings go up when you're in fear. And you watch more, so just shut it off. Stop listening to people that are telling you to be in fear. Identify solutions, spend very little time on them, and, and uh, or identify solutions, spend very little time on the, on the problem by identifying the problems and focusing on the solutions. Okay, so I said that kind of messed up because I'm getting excited here. But just listen, identify the problems and identify the solution and spend very little time on the problem and 98% of your time on the solution. But have the problem in the back of your mind. Don't fear it. Control it. Control the problem. Okay? By focusing on the solution. If you're constantly in the problem, you can't even see the solution. Most people are 98% in the problem and 2% in the solution. And they're running around saying, everybody, this is the problem. This is the problem. You know why? Because out of the heart flows out of your mouth what you're taking in. You're putting in fear and it's coming out of your mouth. Oh my gosh, look at this. Oh my gosh, look at that. This is failing. This is falling. This is going down. And, and you're all telling everybody about it, begging for help. You're sucking life out of the room. There's a hole in your bucket and it's called information intake. Stop taking in crap that's creating fear and take in solutions that are going to take you where you want to go and solve the problems that you have in your life that can improve society and improve your life, okay? Oh my gosh, you get me, I'm getting worked up. I'm getting myself worked up because this stuff will change your life, period. And it'll change other people's lives. So, and finances. If your finances, finances is a whole, guys, it's a whole. You've got to improve your finances so you're not begging people for money. If you are begging people for money because you've made some mistakes, it's because these holes, you got some holes in your bucket, man. You can't, look, I've heard it said, now you may not agree with this statement, but I'm telling you, I've heard it said that being broke, broke people are the most selfish people. Why? Now, before you hate me, before you never listen to my podcast again, just listen for a second, okay? 30 seconds. If being, if they're saying being broke, is broke people are the most selfish people in the world, why? Why is this? They're only focused on self-preservation. They're focused on food, shelter, clothing. Where am I going to get my next meal. I need, I need, I need. Now, if you're living off the grid and you have all your needs met, you might be the happiest person in the world. But if you're living on grid, 
where you have to have finances to be able to drink water. Water is a commodity now, in case you don't know. Then, and you don't have money to pay for it, then you are begging people to get it. And you are freaked out because you are dying of dehydration. You're dying of hunger. You're, you're, you don't have running water. You can't flip on the light. Right? You've got some serious problem. You don't have gas money to put in your car to go to work. You're, be, you're bumming gas. You're bumming this. You're bumming that. Look, fix your finances. So you're not a hindrance. It doesn't mean you're not 10 and intrinsically valuable if you don't have money or if you don't have any of these things. You're 10. You're a, your life matters. Get me, you know, get this, get this straight. You are a 10 intrinsically valuable. You have human life. But you also have a value to, to provide. You have a duty, a value to provide to the world and to, to provide for yourself and your family. And if, you, if you're not doing this, if you don't have enough money and you're begging people for stuff, then you're, you got a hole in your bucket. You need to fill it. You need to figure out, okay, what's the different types of making money? Making money is not hard, okay? It just probably has not been taught to you if you don't know it. Because we, we're, you know, students of our environment. Now, what's your environment? It comes down to your information intake. What are people teaching you? Are you being taught to be a, you know, a, a, a bum? Are you being taught to be an employee? Are you being taught to be a business owner? Are you being taught to be an investor? Are you being taught to be, what, what are you being taught to be? An entrepreneur? A hustler? A grinder? What are you being taught? What's the information you're taking in? Who's teaching you? Probably they've got the same results that you're going to have. Pay attention. Pay attention to what you're taking in. Pay attention to, to, to this because you, your finances matter. And the more you get them up, the more value you can provide to other people. You know, Mother Teresa didn't have money personally, but she she worked for the Catholic Church, who's pretty loaded. They funded her going to those countries and and doing all this good work that she did for free. Mother Teresa wouldn't be Mother Teresa without the financial backing of the Catholic Church. So, I need you to see that if you... You need to get your money under control if you want to live on grid, okay? So, finances as a whole. Your The last one is association. What rooms are you going in? And put, who are you putting yourself around? Because, like, these... This is so important. It's all tied together with information intake. And and who and you're also watching these people and what they do. And you learn that way too. See, we learn different ways. We learn audibly, we learn by doing mechanically, we learn visually. And you're learning all three ways when you're associating with people. So is the most powerful way to learn something, the most fastest way to learn something is to associate with the right people. You associate with the wrong people, it becomes a hole in your bucket, and you're going to 
look at the people you're hanging around and evaluate and go, okay, is this, is this, you know, increasing my character being around these people? Is this increasing my uh, financial standing? Is this increasing my, my, uh, uh, a spiritual standing around these people? Is this increasing my business value that I can provide to other people? Is this increasing my, my, uh, you know, is this person uh, a good family person? Are they teaching me good you know, family things that I need to be going by? Is this person even have entertainment value? What is the value this person? And is it good entertainment or is it entertainment that's going to, you know, cause me to go off track in my character? value because there's good entertainment there's there's entertainment that causes you to be a piece of trash i mean honestly and so you you need to evaluate who you're hanging around and are they are they up in your game or are they are they uh teaching you things that you're going to have to unlearn in order to increase value and you know value equals success period no matter how you look at it no matter how you frame it Whatever it is that you want in your life, or if you just don't want anything in your life, you want to produce, you know, to other people's lives, you produce good things. One, you got to have a full bucket. So you got to take care of all this stuff. And you've got to be able to have something to give to other people. Increase your knowledge, increase the, what you can give out to be able to provide to other people. Right? And so all this stuff is, is there's one thing that ties it all together. Because these are the holes. Attitude, health, behavior, language, information intake, finances, and association. Now, what ties all these together and allows you to be able to control them? We're going to go back to the formula that I talked about in podcast one. Discipline behavior equals attitude, which equals value or success. So discipline behavior is how you control all these holes. All of them. So, guys, I left that one valuable hole spiritual spiritual hole the spiritual hole is look you need to see that you're not the most powerful thing in the world okay i mean aa teaches this they teach this at church personally i believe god is jesus christ he died and was raised from the dead on the third day as atonement for the world's sins I believe I answer to him. Everything I do, if it doesn't fall under, makes God happy, then I better stop doing it. Period. Like, what's your higher power? And is it suitable to be called God? Or was it just, is it just a man who died? <laughs> and, and it never, never, you know, transcended death. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you believe. I'm not trying to convert you to Christianity, but uh, you'd be a lot cooler if you would. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know that that uh, that line in that movie, uh, Matthew McConaughey. You'd be a lot cooler if you did. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you don't. 
anyway. You need to have spiritual grounding. Some people may call this, maybe you don't believe in anything. You know, maybe you just believe you die and there's darkness. Okay. So, what, what spiritual grounding do you have to bring you clarity and eliminate noise? Do you, do, do you meditate? I mean, what do you do to spiritually ground yourself and get direction? At the very least, you need to have some spiritually grounding activity that you're, that you're doing. So you just got to figure out what, what is it to you. At the very least, maybe it's something where you sit down in the morning and you come up with a to-do list. And you eliminate noise. And you get clarity. You know, my clarity comes from the Bible. It's very clear. This is what you do. This is how you attain, you know, um, oneness with what God wants from your life. And you know, the Bible is very clear. You know, you can't do it without Christ. You can't get close to God without Christ. But if you don't believe in, in Christ, okay. Um, come up with a to-do list in the morning. Come up with a, a this is taking me towards my... You need, you need a... Uh, you know, this is a hole if you don't have this. It's basically a plan. It's a map. that's going to take you towards where you want to go. Okay? <clears throat> you can run east and, and never catch... I see the sun rises in the east, sets in the west. So you can run east... And never catch a sunset if you don't turn around. Because the sun doesn't set in the east. It sets in the west. And so you can run in the wrong direction. And usually that wrong direction is a hole in your bucket. All the time it's a hole in your bucket. So you need to, you need to have a game plan. You need to have a spiritual clarity. Okay, where you're going, what you're doing, what your purpose is. Okay, and so this will inspire other people. It'll bring life to the room if you have purpose, even if it doesn't, if it's not congruent with other people's purposes. You're not pooping on their purpose if 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 you have purpose is not congruent with theirs. You have purpose. It's attractive. People want to be around people going somewhere. So you need to have purpose and and what ties all these together is just habits guys behavior discipline behavior controls all this stuff and it's not going to control you going to heaven if you're a christian you know christ controls that it's, it's complete night and day from success and filling your bucket here it's like the intrinsically valuable thing the intrinsically valuable thing is completely opposite of how to acquire success or value in the world. You to acquire success and value in the world is discipline behavior. To acquire, you know, heaven is through Christ alone. I fail at acquiring heaven daily. Without Christ, there's no there's no reward. There's no salvation. There's none of that. And it's my belief. If you don't believe that, it's fine. But you are both a ten intrinsically valuable and you need to build value and give that to other people. And you cannot build value or success in this world without filling these holes and discipline behavior fills them.
disciplined behavior in all these areas. And I'm not going to go back through all the areas because I'm at 31 minutes on this podcast already. But I'm not going to go back through all these areas and go, okay, you know, you, discipline behavior, you know, it's a spiritual. How do we do this? We, well, we, we pray every day or we meditate every day or we come up with a game plan every day or attitude. How do we do this? You know, we, uh, information intake. How do we do this? You guys know how to do this stuff. And if you don't, maybe I'll break all these down and make a separate podcast out of how to fill each hole in the bucket. But it comes down to, it's going to be, you're not going to want to do the work. You're not, this. otherwise everybody would be Jeff Bezos. Everybody would be Elon Musk. Everybody would be Joe Rogan. Everybody would be, you know, it, you're not going to want to have a good attitude all the time. You're going to have to force it. You're not going to want to have good health. You're going to want to eat French fries. You're going to have to force it. You're not going to want to go to the gym all the time. You're going to have to force it. You're not going to want to, you're going to want to tell somebody off. So you got to guard your language, guard what's coming out of your mouth. You're going to want to uh, listen to some crap that's making you worse. Look, Jerry Springer is trash TV. It's going to make you, you want to end up like Jerry Springer, like an idiot fighting other people, not achieving any purpose in life other than to, to fight amongst one another. Watch Jerry Springer to take you right in that direction. So look, there with finances, you know, go hang out with a bunch of broke people. Pretty soon you'll be at one of them. They're doing stuff. They're buying shoes. They're buying crap. They're buying stuff that doesn't make money. Look, wealthy people that control their asset, assets or that control their finances, they buy assets that create money. They save money and they take that money and they invest it in something that's going to increase they do things that create residual income. They do things that they understand the different types of income. Now, what would you rather buy? You know, the, 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 uh, maybe for you it's food. Maybe you're wasting money on a bunch of food. And you can't even provide braces for your daughter, but you're still wasting money at Arby's. Look, this stuff's real, man. This stuff is real. Everybody does this. I do this. It's easier to do the wrong thing than it is to do the hard thing. And so disciplined behavior fills all these holes. you got to be conscious of the, what, dis, what behavior you're producing. Association. You may want to hang out with somebody who's not good for you. You have to cut it off. Like, like, a, like a limb that's rotting. Again with the Bible. The Bible says if your eye causes you to sin, cut it out. Pluck it out. It's better for you to lose your... Your eye than to lose your soul for eternity, right? This is not, uh, it don't mean for you to jab out your eye. It just means for you to stop doing things that hurt you, dummy, right? And then if you're doing this stuff, you're a dummy. You're being, you're being led by people and by things that you're allowing in your life. You're just a dummy going around, people carrying you around and taking you in the direction they want you to go. When you control your life, you stop being a dummy. You, you, become, you, you become in control of your behavior. This is how you patch these holes, right? 
Now, in podcast three, I'm going to go over attitude. Now, one more thing about behavior. Have you ever, like, just not wanted to go to the gym, and then you went to the gym, and then after you got done with the gym, how'd you feel? Like, you just really didn't want to go. You, you, you're like, I'm not going. I feel like crap. There's probably a bunch of people there. You start making all these excuses in your mind. Look, Mel Robbins, uh, if you don't know her, she wrote a book called Five Second Rule. She became rich on teaching people how to count backwards from five. Five, four, three, two, one. Do it. Do it. Stop making excuses. Your brain takes five seconds to talk you out of disciplined behavior. And if, if you need to set up a mechanism, maybe it's read Mel Robbins' books. Maybe, I don't know what it is for you. I don't have anything to sell you, okay? I'm just selling you on the fact that you need disciplined behavior to fill up your holes in this bucket and do the things that you need to do in order to, uh, in order to have value or success in your life, okay? And so, uh, that's it, guys. I think that's it. Like, like this is, uh, you know, patching the holes. Patching the holes. These are the holes. This is how we patch them. And once the holes, once you're performing these disciplined activities, what starts to happen, the, this discipline activity does two things. It, one, patches the holes, and it, two, fills the bucket. All these principles stay the same. Out of the, out of the mouth flows what's, in the, what's stored up in the heart. And so when you're putting in good information, you're hanging around the right people, you're controlling your finances, you're watching your language, you're, you're doing the right things health-wise, you're feeling good, you're doing good, your attitudes, your attitude is, is controlled and improved. You, the behavior that you're doing is filling these holes and at the same time filling the bucket and out of your mouth will flow podcasts and books and teachings and you will start to, and you're, you're, you know, if it's spiritual for you, you want to be a, a preacher, same thing applies. You want to reach the massive, masses, discipline. Discipline behavior will lead to you affecting more people. You having more impact. You improving your, your personal stance and then overflowing your bucket to other people. So I'm telling you, none of this stuff happens without discipline. Discipline equals success. Because without it, there is none. It is the origin of success is discipline. Period. Period. If you don't have discipline in all these areas, you're not going to have success because you're going to have holes in your bucket no matter how hard you try in one area. If all the other areas are lacking, you're just not going to fill the bucket and you're not going to be successful, period. Now, you're still a 10 in value in human life. You're a 10 in intrinsic value because you, you're breathing. You have life. But you need, to, you need to fill these holes if you still have time to fill them. And then fill your bucket. And when you're dead and gone, when you're laying on your deathbed, you're not gone yet. You'll be able to look back and go, man, it was worth it. It was worth it to, to do these things because I helped so many people while I was here. 
Nobody had to take care of me. I helped other people. I was a good steward with my time. I led people to Christ. And Christ enabled me to do that by giving me breath. If you're spiritual, you're Christian. Look, Bible says, do not boast on your own works, but boast on Christ who gives you strength, right? And Christ gave you the, the breath to be able to do all this kind of stuff. Okay? So I throw that in there because I'm a Christian. That's just truth. It's not me. It's Christ breathing breath into me. Christ got me up today. Christ gave me a tongue to speak. So, and if you don't believe in that, then look, you're not doing, you're not, it's the same thing applies. Same thing applies. So guys, that is it. That's been episode two, podcast two, Origins of Success. I can even say it. Origins of Success. We're on for 41 minutes. Maybe you're working out. Maybe it's a 45 minute workout. And you got a little time still, but look, guys, uh, these podcasts, they're going to be 10 minutes sometimes. They're going to be 45 minutes other times. They're going to be an hour. I don't know how long I'm going to go, but I'm just going to say what's in my heart, okay? Because I think that people need to hear this. People need personal accountability and discipline more now than ever. Because nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you you and fill your bucket for you and so uh guys i i hope that uh you know unless unless you're christian again this is guys this is so polar opposite i may do a podcast just on christianity versus success principles because this is why there's duality in the buckets because christianity you're a 10. You have intrinsic value if you have life, period. And you can also be a zero. Nobody's coming to save you to fill your bucket on your, your success value bucket on the left. But Christ came to save you and you're, you're, worth, you're worth it. You're a 10 on the right. And so you can't save yourself, only Christ can on the right, but you can only save yourself on the left in the in, in the value bucket. And so it's you're in control in one, you're not in control on the other. And so it's, it's, a, it's a duality of life. Everybody gets so extreme, like it's either this way or it's that way. No, 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 no. It's not, there's not that. And so, guys, I could do a whole nother podcast on that. I'm getting down a rabbit hole. And so, um, guys... This has been podcast two. If you got value out of this, share, share, share. I want people to hear this. I think people need this more than anything in their life. And so um, whether they need it for spiritual reasons or they need it for um, for for worldly success, right? Doesn't doesn't matter. Principles, same principles apply. Sometimes, some in some things. So I'm not going to get into that. I'm not. I keep wanting to go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to get into that. So this has been Origins of Success Podcast Two. Stay tuned for Podcast Three coming out next weekend, next 
Saturday, I'm going to uh, go over podcast three, attitude, and how that is how that affects everything. Attitude affects everything. So I'm going to dive deep on attitude in podcast three. Can't wait to talk to you guys about it. Peace.